my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a terrific weekend and a fantastic Mother's Day. Um, just me today. I'm going to be doing some... <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to be doing some listener mail. Um, I have some great questions over on Twitter, as always. I always appreciate it, guys. Um, before I jump into uh, listener mail, if you haven't already, guys, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. If you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, before we jump into listener mail, I, I, and I know, uh, you guys get mad at me for just hammering Trump all the time, but <laughs> I, I just got to. I'm only going to take a couple minutes on this. It, just going through the Trump timeline over the weekend because he had an absolutely embarrassing weekend. Um, guys, it, it's time to move on from Donald Trump. I mean, you can appreciate as I did, you know, as I do, you can appreciate what he did from 2016 to 2019. But I'm, I'm telling you, it, it is time. He's now attacking Ron DeSantis on abortion. Okay, he's saying that the heartbeat bill, the the six week abortion ban that DeSantis signed into law down in Florida, is quote too harsh. Okay, so Donald Trump says it is it is too harsh to save children's lives. I mean, he's just the New York Times. I mean, he's just the New York Times at this point. He's just a Democrat attacking the pro life position at this point. I mean, what a joke, man! Going pro abortion to own Ron DeSantis. I mean, these people have absolutely no shame. Also, the Trump team has is already, I mean, DeSantis has, isn't even in the race yet. He hasn't even declared that he's running yet. I'm sure he will at some point this month. But the Trump camp, MAGA Inc., has already spent more money um, attacking Ron DeSantis than they did on all of their hand-picked Senate candidates combined who all lost in the midterms last year. I mean, he's actively hurting us. He's hurting the right. He's actively working against you and your values. I just don't know what to tell you anymore, man. I don't know what to tell you guys. Also, this this part was kind of funny. Uh, on Saturday, the Trump team canceled an event in Iowa because uh, a DeSantis event down the street was better attended, and Trump didn't want to be embarrassed. Um, so his team blamed a uh, tornado warning, which was uh, over 200 miles away <laughs> from the event and, and wouldn't have interfered with the event or flights in and out or anything. Just absolute Bush League stuff all around. I'm telling you, he's, he's not running... I mean, he ran an incompetent campaign in 2020, and this campaign's even worse than it was in 2020. He's just not—I mean, he ran a brilliant campaign in 2016, but he's just not that guy. Not that guy, pal. I'm done. Off my off my soapbox, I'll, I'll, I'll move on from Trump. So let's, let's jump right into uh, listener mail. Uh, for background, this question comes along with a clip of uh, Kamala Harris uh, drunkenly telling a story about falling out of a coconut tree or some such nonsense. <laughs> is VP Harris drunk in this clip, or does it just seem like she's hammered because she's terrible? I, I, I think she's actually hammered at, the, at these speaking engagements, man. I mean, nobody talks like this. And she wasn't this bad when she was a senator or attorney general. Like, she wasn't always this bad. She was bad. Like, she wasn't... You know, the the best and brightest the, the Democratic Party had to offer. Like, she's never been a very good public speaker. 
or anything, but I mean, come on, man. <laughs> like she wasn't this bad. Like she wasn't, I mean, she got steamrolled by Tulsi Gabbard in one of those, those primary debates, but like she wasn't that terrible in, in these debates, you know? And what a loyalty test for journalists, by the way. It's like it's, it's not like they don't see what's happening, you know. Also, side note, Jim Garrity over at National Review is reporting this morning that the original plan was for um, Joe Biden to be a one-term president to step aside in 2024 um, and hand the reins off to Kamala Harris, you know, with his dementia and all. Uh, but she just sucks so bad that Biden has to run again. <laughs> like, apparently that's the reason. Like, they, they had every intention to hand it off to Harris in 2024. But she's a worse public speaker than a man who literally can't speak English anymore. I mean, that is just really bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. Why is Cleveland? Hey, look, man, they don't call it the mistake on the lake for nothing. How do you reconcile liberty with morality? Or if responsibility informs liberty, then whence does it come? Great question. Um, a lot to say on this. First, the thing that the objectivists, the, the Ayn Randians, get wrong is that they, they replace religion and every other moral guide that you would have in your life with laissez-faire capitalism, which doesn't make any sense, right? Like, capitalism isn't moral or immoral. It is just people trading freely amongst themselves, right? It can't ground you in morality. And as a Christian, I believe it's extremely difficult to have liberty, true liberty, as I would define it, without morality. You know, if you're just doing awful things to people, living in sin, uh, are you really free? You know, like if all you do is steal from people and smoke crack because that's what you feel like doing, uh, you're not free. I mean, you're a, you're a slave to your, to your addictions, right? Um, now, I reconcile my political ideology, which I would characterize as anarcho-capitalism, um, with, with my personal morality because the the state is constantly doing evil things to people, right? <laughs> like mass murder, uh, chief among them. And it's inherently immoral to force people to do things they don't want to do at gunpoint, right? Like that's that's why I'm so radical because I, I just can't, I can't get over the fact that that's inherently immoral, right? It's it's inherently immoral to steal from people. It's self-evidently immoral to steal from people, whether it's me doing it or whether it's the IRS doing it. And, and that's what the state is. It's the very nature of the state. So I believe governments themselves are immoral because theft, extortion, torture, murder, all, the, all these things are inherently immoral. And giving people autonomy, giving people individual liberty is, is much more moral. Um, it's, it's not so much reconciling the two. It's... It's that because I'm a Christian who believes in objective morality, I hate the state, if that makes sense. The state is just simply engaged in in too many immoral actions for me. I'm not hard to figure out. <laughs> I just like I'm an anarchist because I just want to keep people alive, man. I just I just want to keep people unmolested by the government, you know. And that's I'm not hard to figure out. Do you think Ja Morant will be out of the league in five years? Um, ja might be in jail here real soon if he doesn't knock it off. And uh, if you missed it, he's the uh, point guard for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. He's on IG Live last night flashing a pistol in his car again. And this is like the third or fourth gun-related incident for Ja Morant. I mean, he's going to get a long suspension. And actually, look, I, I was I was talking to a buddy about this yesterday. You know how easy it is to not get caught on camera with a gun? <laughs> like, I'm always armed. Like, I carry a gun. I, I'm an avid hunter and gun enthusiast. There's always 
gun or guns in my vehicle at all times, you know, just about. I mean, I'm surrounded by piles of weapons all the time, and you're never going to see them on social media. That's for sure. I mean, look, man, especially a pistol. Like, if, if somebody, you know, they might see me carrying a, a rifle or something walking out of the woods dragging a deer or something. But, like, if somebody sees your sidearm and you're not in a gunfight, you're doing something wrong. Okay. My goodness. You know, speak softly and carry a big stick. Don't wave your stick around all over the place, which is a terrible choice of words. Apologize for that one, ladies and gentlemen. How about those Vegas Golden Knights? Man, I've not watched a single hockey game all year. Um, I haven't even watched a single basketball game all year. And I like basketball way more than hockey. Uh, it's this whole baby thing, man. <laughs> I have a lot less free time. And then at night when I would typically be watching sports, I would just, I just crash, man. I'm just tired all the time. But apparently they're still in the, they're in the playoffs, right? I mean, it is kind of odd that an expansion team is good right off the bat. But I have no opinion. My bad. I've been using a traditional smoker with a fire pit on the side. Will I be unbearably lame if I opt for a pellet unit? What if I apply my trade and make my own? Are there still pellet, anti-pellet grill guys out there? Because I think that's a dying breed, man. I, I, I don't see a lot of pushback to the pellet grill anymore. I mean, pellet grills are great. I actually, I don't have one. I actually plan on getting one just for the convenience you know, you got your grill and smoker all in one. It's easy to use, easy to control the temp. You can control it from your phone. It's like, why not, man? And, like, I'm not this, like, super modern dude either. Like, I reject a lot of benefits of modernity, <laughs> modern innovations. Like, you know, I hunt with a bolt-action rifle. Modern art is terrible. We all know that. But, like, pellet grills are legit. I mean, they're great for, for a lot of reasons. And, I like... Even going past that, like I use an air fryer for veggies all the time, and sometimes I'll cook fish in an air fryer instead of a deep fryer. You know, like I don't see any problem with that. I use an electric teapot to boil water super fast. Like no judgment here whatsoever. Anything but anything but judgment. And if you build your own, that's that's a bonus. Yeah, man, fire it up. I need to get me a pellet grill. Forget the haters and losers, which sadly there are many apparently. Do long distance relationships ever work, man? I don't know. You you can make anything work if you're at the right with the right person. You know, I, I've never been in a long distance relationship, but I mean, I uh, I I don't tour as much anymore, but I, I used to tour constantly. I, I spent you know eight nine years something like that. You know, as a, a full time musician, you know, touring constantly. There was a lot of years, at least six seven years there, where we were out. You know, six seven months plus out of the year you know we were doing 100 150 shows a year it was a crazy touring schedule for a lot of years so it's like i you know i wouldn't see my wife for a month two months two and a half months sometimes at a time I and mean, we would just be out you know especially if we were you know doing the west coast or whatever um so you know you're kind of if you know if you're in a touring band you're kind of in a, a long distance relationship and um I mean, it, it always, it, it work. you know, I don't know. You can make anything work. <laughs> you, know, you, you can make things work, man. We, we put a man on the moon, built the Hoover Dam, you know, it's like <laughs> painted the Sistine Chapel. You can make, you can make things work if, if you, if you're with the right person and, you know, and you show people some, your spouse or your, your girlfriend, boyfriend, some, some grace and, and patience. Um, you know, and also like I was in a band before I met my wife. So, like, 
I, I've seen like the only experience I have with long distance relationships is in the music business. And I've seen a lot of, I've seen this end badly for some friends of mine, colleagues of mine. If they, uh, if they've just been married for 10 years and then they're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm going to start a band and start touring all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was, if it's already baked into the cake, your relationship can withstand just about anything. Right. Like, you know, the, the whole band thing was baked, and that's, part of who I am was baked into the cake. My wife knew what she was getting into, but like, I think with anything, if you just, you have an established family for a long time and it's, it's tough to just throw a wrench in there, you know, just throw a curveball at your wife. I just don't really think that's fair. So, I mean, it's like, it's just, if you get, you know, if you're traveling for work young and it's just an understood thing, it's a lot easier to deal with than if you just totally upend your marriage randomly, you know, I, I, I've seen that end very poorly for, for some people, unfortunately. And that's all I got. Man, I just, I read, I go through these questions so quick. I apologize. I got to take it easy, man. Uh, I will do a much longer episode uh, on Wednesday to make it up to you guys. Thank you so much for all the great questions and all the great feedback I've been getting. I really appreciate it. Uh, That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. (laughs) 